It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number two. I'm Jim Galante along with award-winning Dustin Hawkinsmith. <laughs> I'm not gonna let it go. No, and that, that's fine. Like that, it's so funny. We had we had a, a couple um, state wrestling champions Saturday, um, you know, from from our area. And I had uh, one of the coaches came over. Was like after this kid won a state championship, and he said, "Hey, congratulations on your award." And I said, "Well, I mean, to be honest with you, it's arguably more prestigious than what your than what your kid just accomplished." And he was like, "That's that's true." And then there was we had another one who. Uh, big kid from Bishop McDevitt is a Division One football recruit too. He won. He went up to his his parents in the stands, bolted up the stands. He's a heavyweight. Came back down and and he wasn't even off the floor yet. He came over to me. He's like, "Hey, congratulations!" And I said, "You're congratulating me? What are you doing?" And uh, but it, it it was it was funny. And I saw the article you wrote about him. Talk about a kid, the hard work, getting himself in shape. And you know what? When I think about you, Dustin, I think the same thing. Worked himself into great shape, quite the athlete, really blood, sweat, and tears he's given to this. How, how about this, too? The, the weight classes here in Pennsylvania uh, go from 215 pounds to 285. There's no, nowhere in between. If I were to wrestle tomorrow, I would have had to wrestle that kid's weight class. And you want to talk about murder, what would have unfolded at that point? Yeah, but I bet you if you had a writing contest with him, Dustin, you would you would take the win. Uh, or arguably, I, one one would hope anyway. <laughs> All right, we are doing our uh, projections for the class of twenty two. Uh, we did Cam Miller and the punter uh, Alex Bichetti in our last segment. One one last thought: you mentioned the. Uh, Kid's name, uh, six foot six, three hundred pound punter, who's a potential here. And you mentioned Joey Julius, who was nicknamed the Big Toe. Could I offer up? We call this kid Bigfoot. I, I'm I'm game for it. I'm game for it. But I, I you know, and I, I hesitated to bring up Joey Julius because of uh, of his journey and um, you know of, of uh, you know eating you know eating and 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 being kind of like to not identify. <laughs> this kid is be as being the. I don't know how he feels about it, but like this is a genuinely humongous individual, six foot six and three hundred two pounds. Like I, I guess the the thinking was if Nuosu the the punter doesn't work out there, you could maybe move him to offensive tackle. How often can you say that? <laughs> well, it, that's the other thing. You know, it's not like five eleven three hundred pounds. This is six six three hundred pounds. So. We'll see how that weight's distributed. All right, Dustin, let's move on. We have some more players to talk about. We hit the uh, cornerback and punter in segment number one. Let's go linebacker and defensive line. Let's go with Keon Wiley, listed as a three-star linebacker out of Philadelphia, 6'2", 210. And I mentioned last week a player that our buddy Eric Epler uh, really liked. It's not a case where he likes Keon Wiley. He loves Keon Wiley, okay? Really, really thinks that three-star is not appropriate for this kid, that he's much better than that. You saw the tape. What's your take on Wiley? 
Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, Eric had gotten a chance probably to get to know Keon a little bit, had seen him in person a little bit. Uh, not exactly like watching huddle film, but he's just an interesting case of recruiting rankings and star ratings because, um, you know, the, he just doesn't have a lot of experience or game tape available at the position that he's presumed to play, which will be more of a true linebacker. Um, having watched even his most recent film, it's heavy, heavy, heavy on lining up with his hand in the dirt and and uh, rushing the passer. And I think he does that stuff with, you know, pretty crazy ease. Like, it, it, it comes very naturally to him. And, you know, the get off and, and the quickness and the twitch, like, I think all of that is there. But I think he's just kind of got that athleticism that makes it look easy. And I think... You know, it, it is pretty rare, even though we we, wa- we look at a, a lot of uh, high-level guys who are committed and end up signing at Penn State. It's a pretty rare quality, I think, to make that level of disruption just look like you, you rolled out of bed and, and did it. And I think um, it, it lends itself well to some kind of role where I would expect, yeah, linebacker, true, you know, true linebacker would be where Penn State starts him out. But, you know, that that ability to get after the passer and to make plays behind the line of scrimmage looks pretty special to me. And I, I think it, it kind of opens the gate a little bit to how do you use him? You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you're using him to the most you know, to the best of his ability, if you're just kind of having him and run and pursue as a true linebacker, I think they're going to use him and use that pass rush ability to, to make something happen from that linebacker spot, to line him up at multiple spots, kind of like, like Jesse Lucetta. And you also have the position battle at linebacker where there's one returning starter. That's Curtis Jacobs. Not only is it, you don't have the other two linebackers, starting linebackers, returning. You don't have uh, Jesse Lakeda back, who was the fourth man in the linebacker crew. So you could say at the very least three out of the top four linebackers are gone. It's pretty wide open at that position. It, it absolutely is. You know, it, it lends itself to, um, you know, to, to somebody making a move. Now we can look at it, and there are, there are guys on the roster right now who, because they've been there for a while, that suggests that okay, they're more likely to make a move. You know, Tyler Elsden, uh, we saw him a bit last year. Kobe King, who they've expressed um, you know some admiration for how smart he is and how far along he arrived on the football intelligence curve, along with his brother, um, Kalen King. Uh, so those two guys are, are are definitely worth watching. But then. You know, Jabari Budden is there too. But then you bring in this trio of Philly guys, and they're all built to do something a little bit different. Uh, Ken Talley, you know, he's listed as an edge guy, but I, I don't know if I see the quickness to suggest that he can do that at the next level. And certainly I'm, I'm happy to admit if I'm wrong. Uh, I, I'm happy to do it, but I won't do it. Um, Abdul Carter is 6'3", 235 with that, with that wingspan. You know, I think he looks pretty well polished and physical for that frame. So that, you know, that, that kind of brings some immediate playing time into, into play. But I think Keon Wiley is, is the, the best player of that group right now and can can do some things that that um, give your defense an advantage. So they'll be interesting guys to watch. And I, I think just as an aside, um, as I was looking at the roster, um, Penn State did away with 
um, advancing everybody through that COVID year. They have Curtis Jacobs listed as a true sophomore now and listed his his last season as a true freshman, um, where before all these guys were listed as what they would be. So their, their bonus year, in other words, is built into their eligibility. That's just, you know, as you're looking at it, I was a little confused at first. Um, but yeah, th- this group, you know, Jacobs is the only sure thing. And if you're not having a sure thing there, the coaching staff probably has to take a look at some of these um, 22 guys and see if they could maybe be a fit, at least for the top six, the, you know, the be on the two deep. Now on, I've been on this transfer portal thing and pointing out linebacker, but barring a transfer coming in, we don't know how, you know, Jonathan Sutherland's place. I believe they relisted him as a safety again I think he's the fail-safe if no one else steps up. Hey, we can always bring Sutherland into the linebacker room. But there's an opening for somebody to step up. It'll be interesting to see who it might be. Uh, next up, uh, Dustin, is Caleb Artis, the three-star defensive lineman from New York. And already a pretty big kid at 6'4", 290, with some Definite, definite strengths to his game. Well, you know, the 6'4", 290, it, it makes him pretty rare right off the bat because, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, high school defensive tackle prospects don't weigh 290, and almost none of them are 6'4", and his arms are long. I mean, he's got just that raw physique and and some good just natural power in the, in that big frame of his. Uh that that are they're they're exciting things, and he's the type of guy that you would see at an Alabama, or you would see one of those beefed up SEC defensive lines. And I think everyone who follows Penn State football would agree that Penn State needs just a little bit more of that. You know, no disrespect to the guys that they've had, but this is this is that that SEC caliber frame. And you know, there there are some things to have to build on with him. Um, I, I don't know that he's going to be ready in year one or year two, but uh, but I, I think just that raw physical ability is pretty rare, and um, I, I think I think to to watch him come along and try to make sure that that technique gets airtight and make sure that he can move pretty well for for that size. Uh, I'm curious to see. Okay, six four two ninety right now. Where's his body going to want to go? And how does Penn State steer into that when it comes to working with his footwork or, you know, whatever? How, how do you kind of keep making the most out of that ability? Does he, does he grow another inch or two, you know? So uh, I, I think he arrives as a, a unique high school player, and then it'll be fun to watch where that frame goes from here. And he does appear to be that guy who might take a couple years to break through. Just, again, at the line of scrimmage, he may be 290, but will his body still need to mature the next couple of years? And by the way, that's kind of the thing we've been saying about these tackles who've been coming in the last couple of years. And I'm not sure about the quality, but there's certainly quantity of players at that position who he's going to have to work his way up the ladder to pass them. 
Yeah, and I, th- I think that's kind of built into the expectation at the position. You know, they've, there's a bunch of names on, on the depth chart. P.J. Mustafer and locally at, you know, Devon Ellis and um, Fatoma Moba and Kaziah Izzard, who played a bigger, bigger role last year. Hakeem Beeman looks like he's likely back. Uh, I mean, Vanover, Cole Brevard. I think Penn State is recruiting guys with the idea that they're going to need two years for sure. So now it's kind of about you know, stock in the back end of that, of that pipeline. Otherwise though, the, the depth is in pretty good shape. Last year was kind of like that worst case scenario where they just got ravaged. And then in the bowl game, Derek Tangelo didn't play and PJ Mustafer was, was injured. Um, you know, that did give Devon Ellis and Kaziah Izzard some additional snaps where now they're going to have, you know, sort of forced their way into the rotation. I don't know where Hakeem Beeman is, but the point being they're in pretty good shape uh, in 2022. And then you're you're really just watching. How about that tier of Fatorma Mulba, Amin Vanover, Cole Brevard, jo- Jordan Vandenberg of uh, how do they develop? You know, they're, they're getting to, it's not a make or break situation for them now, but they better show the development that they're sh- kind of sure things by 2023. Right. It's, it's not make or break yet, but it's getting close, Dustin. It's getting close to that point. And I've said this also over and over again, that those couple years of recruiting where we talked about, there's so much potential here, you know, maybe not immediate players. Well, guess what? The future is getting close if it's not here already for those players. That is it, Dustin, for quarter number two. Stick around. We got a couple more players to talk about in quarter number three. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout. 